Psachem Perik Base Mishnah Zion two seven. The Mishnah will now discuss various scenarios where you're mixing things that could become chametz with water, and that of course is asking for trouble. But we'll say in certain scenarios it's forbidden, even though you might think it should be permitted, and in certain cases it's permitted, even though you might think it's forbidden. So the first case is feeding your chickens, and you're feeding them bran. Now, chickens eat the bran. The bran needs to be softened by soaking it in some water. That of course could bring the chametz process, the leavening process, on. So the Mishnah says, Ain shorenes a morse on the tarnagolam. You may not soak the bran in water to feed the chickens, even though you might think using cold water, it will take a long time. The chickens are hungry, they'll eat the bran quickly. There'll be nothing left long before leavening happens. No, you can't do that because, of course, these can go wrong. Aval, however, cholten, what you could do is scald the bran by pouring boiling water over it. The idea being that since you're boiling water, boiling water all over it, it will become cooked, and once grain is cooked, it can't become it can't become chametz. So the idea here is, since you're pouring pouring water over it, it becomes cooked immediately and will never come to chametz. And that is how the Mishnah says the halacha. So then, ostensibly, that would be the halacha. However, the Rishonim chime in and say that for a long time already, it's not the minog. We're not expert in achieving this and boiling it, pouring it fast enough, getting it hot enough, make sure you do it right. And therefore, we do not pour boiling water over bran to feed the chickens, even. Furthermore, says the Mishnah, Ha'ishalo tishra esa morsen, a woman may not soak morsen, again, bran. Now, just for the record here, there's a bit of machlokus, which part of the plant we're talking about, of the wheat plant or barley plant. So, um, morsen is means bran, but it either means the bran, which means sort of like the the peel on the outside of the the kernel that you eat. Okay, the the white part called endosperm, and the peel around that's called the bran. That would is what bran actually is. But there are others on that morsen is is actually even more rough than just that delicate bran that goes around. But rather, it's um, it's called the brush. It's like brush. It's like very fibrous and you know, not really fit for human consumption at all. Animals could eat it, but humans wouldn't. But here the woman is taking her morson, whether we're talking about bran or brush, and she's using it as like an exfoliant. So she'll take it with her to the bathhouse and use it as a scrub to clean herself off. So can she moisten it and then take it to the bathhouse to use it as a scrub? The mission says, no, she may not. Ta'isha lo tishra esa morson. A woman may not soak the bran or brush into with water, and then take it in her hand to go to the bathhouse. Again, we're afraid that it'll become chametz along the way, or soon thereafter. What she could do is um, scrub it on her body, even provided that the bran is dry, even if her body is wet. That would be permitted. Now, the way that the Bartanura um, says that it's not clear, but it's something about wet body, so there's two basic approaches. Um, many learn we're talking about where her body is wet with sweat, and we're saying human sweat doesn't bring about chimut, doesn't bring about um, fermentation, and that's why you can rub the bran directly on her dripping, wet, sweaty skin that's been sitting in the sauna and prepped for her bathing. Um, there are others, however, learn that we're talking about good old-fashioned water dripping off her body. The idea, again, being that it's happening quick, it's not very wet, it's it's a scrub and then gone. So as long as she, in all cases, rinses it off her body well, it's going to be permitted. So that's what we're saying here. 
lo now new case here lo yilos adam chitin v'yaniach al makas of a pesach which means a person may not chew up wheat and then put it on his wound on pesach they didn't have band-aids back then so they would make like a poultice out of like a, a sticky pulp that you could make by chewing up wheat and then they would stick it on the on the wound, which would sort of close the wound and protect it from getting dirty, just like a band-aid does. The problem, of course, is that your saliva will cause that bran ultimately to ferment and become chamet, and you'll be over by your matzah. Therefore, you can't do it. So that's why it's saying here, you can't chew it up and put it on your wound on Pesach. And for the record, if you did that, you'd be over the isra of having and owning chametz, but actually you wouldn't be over this of eating it because that's not a way you eat food. It's not considered hanan, so on. So that wouldn't be an issue per se. Okay. So the reason why you may not do that is because the, the ground up wheat that you have that you shoot up will become chametz by virtue of being mixed with saliva, which, as we said, does called chimetz. It does cause chimetz. It does cause fermentation, leavening of that mushed up wheat.